Frank Gappa. This is the Catherine Dunn Show on Radio Free Brooklyn. It is Dunn Son. This is episode 172. And today is February 27th, 2021. With us in the studio is an amazing group of guests that I cannot wait to introduce you all to. But before that, I want to let you know that the thoughts and opinions expressed here may not be those for Radio Free Brooklyn. They may not even be our own. We just say shit. And if you'd like to say shit too, reach out and get in here. The word of the day is creativity. And we are taking too much time. Lazy. Rapper. Dylan. With one L. Yo, what's up? My name is Dylan. We're all Dylan. We're all a rapper who's lazy and talks too much. I want to go on, but I'm already getting the wrap it up finger from my producers who are saying that I'm talking too much and that my introduction isn't supposed to be this long. Well, fine. Please, let me introduce to you Christina Connor. Hey, I'm Dylan the Rapper. I spell my name with one L. That's D-Y-L apostrophe N because I'm too lazy to use all those letters. Is it lazy or is it style? Because I prefer to think of it as like a style. The lazy style. The lazy boy is a very comfortable chair. Roberto de Jesus. I might be lazy, but I'm one of the top five rappers. Dylan, 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 Dylan. Because I spit <laughs> hot fire. And because of that, I talk way too much. It's just my style. Yo, LaChan. <laughs> I'm Dylan, the laziest rapper who can't rap because I am so lazy and slow and easy going. For a guy who talks too much, I wanted to hear more. Elaine Vario. Oh, well, you've got it wrong. Listen, I'm, I'm procrastinating. That's how lazy I am about <laughs> doing rapping. But it's D-Y. One L, one N, and I rap till I flap, till I overlap, and it's taken too long to even think of those three rhymes. Have a nice night. Aaron Shore. Hey, I'm uh, Dylan with one L, you know the rest. I'm so lazy that I just rap with newspaper instead of the normal theme colorful wrapping paper you know like christmas or birthdays i just use i don't even use the funny papers i just use the obituaries now i would like to introduce a return guest that makes me very excited angela pierce hey man my name is dylan and i just wanted to tell you a couple of things about who i am Oh man, sorry, man. Anyway, I got I gotta go. I gotta go. I just I just gotta go. I'll see you. Yeah, I will see you too sometime. Thank you for bringing Stephanie Clapper, first time guest. Welcome. Virgin. So I have this nephew. And his parents named him Dylan with one eye so he could never get branded materials of any kind. So he was very bitter. And as a result, he stayed in bed all day and was really lazy. And he really wanted to be a rapper, but his parents said that it would take too much time for him to make a living. So they locked the door and said, when you figure out something else to do, let us know and we'll give you the second L. Now I understand Dylan deeply. <laughs> we all have to save Dylan. Franklin Gappa, save Dylan. How will you save Dylan? Hey everybody, I'm uh, I'm Dylan, D L O N, and I'm the best rapist on this side of town. Some people say rapper, but I think rap is just rolled off the tongue really nice. <laughs> and I'm lazy because I've never 
really finish the rap because I'm so busy doing other things, mainly looking at dirty magazines that I find in my parents' closet. But being a rapper is cool because, like, I'm not good at anything else, and my parents think I'm a failure, and so I haven't moved out yet, and I'm just working hard on being a rapist, and that's what I do. So if you're going to look me up, go to Facebook and type in D-L-O-N, D-L-O-N. All right, thanks. I have listened to your music. Oh, I'm taking on your voice. My apologies. And let me tell you. <laughs> it's all yours. Take it. That your music is beautiful. Thank you all. Welcome. And now for some ASMR. Today I have very hot coffee. I, I have to blow on it. Cream. All right, guys. Let's do some complaining. I've been burning the candle at both ends, overbooking myself on different things, and it kind of blows. I got sort of overwhelmed, but then I ate pizza and had a beer, and I'm okay. Was that like today? Because you're also our guest next week. Is this about us? No. You guys are the like the gleaming beam of light through the week. <laughs> it's all the other bullshit. Thank you. A single night since Monday, I've just been doing some kind of Zoom show. Not one break. And I was considering just kind of bailing, but then some creepy voice got into my head and said, Aaron, don't do that. Just go. Have fun. And you will. And I am. And I'm so happy I'm here. How my Friday night's going to go is anyone's guess, but Saturday night we're going to do an outdoor movie on my backpack. What What does the creepy voice sound like? What's its name? It sounds like this. Don't do that, Aaron. How would that voice whisper? <laughs> Somehow that was creepier. Yeah. Yeah, very creepy. Yeah. That's a creepy voice. Is that your motivation voice? Oh, no. My motivation voice sounds very different. Well, what does that sound like? It's too loud for this. Okay, cool. I just don't want to make your ears bleed or anything. Yeah, so. that would be bad. We don't want to do that. No, no, no. I had a really good week. And what are you complaining about? <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. You're apologizing for having a good week. That's insane. Basically, I've just been studying. So I feel like I shouldn't complain about that, but I won't do anyway. What are you studying? assistant assistant right yes ah that's it might you might be able to find a way to like i don't know control the world yes do that can you do that with math statistically thinking how is that how how yelling ah (laughs) i just want to know statistically thinking how much chance do you have of being rich? That's a really good question. I don't I don't know. I haven't taken the class uh, enough yet. I'm only halfway through it. Why don't you just ask your teacher that? They should. Because they already know what's on the syllabus. Are you gonna be like that that movie twenty one where you just like play blackjack and you like just kill the house, all the casinos, but like literally no Kevin Spacey like at all? That's the only difference between the situation in that movie. Or, or, or are you going to be like that guy where they give him a check and it's blank and then he writes whatever he wants and he writes like a million dollars. That's another creepy movie with some really creepy endings. I, I don't know. Are we talking about the same movie? I'm pretty sure we are. What movie are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about, Aaron? Didn't you say blank check? Yeah. I thought that was Pretty Woman. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Or Indecent Proposal. Yeah. Yes. Now we've gone down a rabbit hole. Yeah. 
there's a suitcase full of money. How much does it have to have in it? And there's this box of jewelry and you're going to like put your finger in it. (laughs) Yeah. How much for a box of jewelry to hurt your finger? What's your price? Aflac gives you 10 grand for a finger. Aflac. Wait, I was going to do it for like $5. 10 grand. I need to know my worth. Well, that's for one finger. When did we get to fingers all of a sudden? Okay, do the voice now. Aflac. No, no. The other voice. Ben Affleck's voice. Ben Affleck's voice? Yeah, do that. Like, Pac pop the car and Harvard Yard? Yeah. Dunkin' Donuts? I don't know. What is okay, that? Casey. Like? Casey. <laughs> now it's Casey. <laughs> now Matt Damon. No, wait. Now do Leonardo DiCaprio doing a Boston accent in Departed. <laughs> and then do the Wahlburgers. Yeah. I like the Wahlburgers. they're okay previously on the Catherine dunn show elaine was reading the animal news and said so the sanctuary has a t-shirt oh wait never mind that was just an ad and then just that was the end of it it was a contest i put it on the page it was a contest my defense it was pick a pick your favorite picture and they'd put it on the t-shirt for the sanctuary they were really nice pictures, and it looked like a nice sanctuary. I like animal sanctuaries. I usually have one of their stories in our stories every time. I wonder if it's the wilds. That, that's like right near Columbus. Well, if you go to the Catherine Dunn. Well, check it out. <laughs> there'll be four pictures. I can't go on it now because I'm set up for the animal news. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Corrections, I said Wally Wellness Check when I meant Willy Wellness Check. My apologies to the Lord of Tobeans. Boobles is a ball bopping. Nubbed her housemate in the balls. <laughs> Listen to last week's episode. That may or may not make sense. Christina, do you still have your fish and your cat? From Elaine to Christina, as though the two were just the odds of the two still being alive, <laughs> improbable. Well, yeah, everybody's accounted for. <laughs> so, like, what about the snail? What ever happened to the snail? There's a snail. Well, okay, funny you should Whoa. ask. You know how you know how Finn kept on like flaring at the snail. Uh-oh. Well, one one day I had noticed that the snail hadn't been moving around, and uh, I don't know exactly how he met his demise, but the snail is no more. Oh, he became escargot. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Or or he just. I don't know. Yeah. Was it's like R.I.P. Mr. Snow. Was he still there? Or was it just Shell? He was still there. How do you know he wasn't just like doing some like, self care? Because <laughs> he wasn't like he wasn't out of his shell, but he was out of his shell. If that makes sense. I don't know. It sounds bad. I'm psychologically psychologically. Like, when they're when they're alive and they're like sleeping, they're in their shell, right? And they're out, they're like awake and like sucking on the walls or the plants or whatever. Um, but he was like out of his shell, but not like doing anything. I feel bad if he was just having like one day where he's like, you know what? I do a lot around here and that fish does not appreciate me. I'm just gonna take today off. And you were like, ah, he's dead. No, because I waited and watched him, and he, oh, no. he didn't move for a couple of days. Yes. And, yeah, he had the little crosses on his eyes, right? I couldn't see his eyes. I kind of wondered if Vin Diesel maybe like bit them, oh, but no. I don't know. Wait, I didn't see it happen. Your cat's name is Vin Diesel. Finn. No, it's my my fish's name Finn. is Finn Finn Diesel. Finn Diesel. Oh, Finn. And Diesel. and he he's a he's a was... betta fish, and he was flaring at the snail. And then later, the snail was dead. So my theory is that he might have killed the snail. I mean, it's possible the snail just died, but um, he he might have killed the snail. I don't know. What was the snail's name? Just Mr. Snail. Oh, Shell Silverstein. (laughs) Maybe that's why he died. He didn't have a proper name. 
Oh no, I feel bad. You no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Like bagpipes. You know, the next time I get a snail, I'll name it. <laughs> and clarification. No, I should have done bagpipes. The creep from last week's episode was not secretly me, but the week before that was. Apologies for any confusion this has caused. And now for Roberto's weekly wrap up. Oh yeah, here's some lyrics. All right, y'all saw the lyrics on the right side, and here's the song. It seems most of us are up on the news domestic. Local American views we stay impressed with. But all around the world, it's not all sweet and as quick. Suggest that we invest in lesser than we mess with. Except the gratia, we don't care about Kenya. Divorce all you want, it won't ruin our day. But the wife of El Chapo gets arrested and carried out in VA. 30 years apart and still married. 30 years of Daft Punk and now they just sign out. Is it just our bad luck? Good music is dying out. 747s are getting blown to smithereens across the Netherlands and Denver. Let's Get rid of these planes by any means necessary, stated by Malcolm X. Apparently, the feds were involved in his death. On his deathbed, a cop confessed and made it to the press. And we're just sitting here knowing they won't do shit next. Black history, we can teach and be taught. But if we don't do the knowledge, it's just all for naught. Rest in peace, the fat boys, Prince Marky e. D. Poet from the Beat Era, Lawrence Ferlinghetti. Papa New Guinea's freedom fighter and father. Grand Chief Sir Michael Samara will be remembered. Rest in peace, those shot at the New Orleans gun shop. A story full of weapons and still there's no protection we know about Gaga's dogs let's just hope they're safe we know about Tiger's crash let's just hope he plays the gymnast coach who killed himself I'm not a bad person but let's hope he dies a fiery death in Satan's cave Gerard Jepardieu what the hell man I loved your flicks hopefully these charges aren't dropped and you're not a dick how many celebs do we love who are on the edge in other news GameStop explodes once again positive news FDA approves Johnson & Johnson House approves that 1400 stimmy coming out soon the UN's COVAX initiative moves to Ghana. 600,000 doses from AstraZeneca. Virginia says racism is a public health crisis and the House passed the Equality Act just now as I write this. For all the death, destruction, and fury we've ignited, there's still a bit of gleaming hope left among the righteous. Peace. Lawrence the poet Lawrence Ferlinghetti died? 101 years old. Oh, he's a hundred. Wow. He, he was my favorite poet when I was growing up. And I didn't like poetry, but I liked him. You had to go eventually. 101. That's but, uh, what I'm planning on, 101. So. Yeah, I know what you're saying. That, that's just one of those things that you almost forget about the person who influenced you in a way. And then... Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm going to have to go look. amazing. Yeah. He rocks. You're amazing. Oh, thank you. Wait, you were talking about me? Yeah, <laughs> and judging from the news updates I get, you just wrote some of this. Like this is fresh, yeah. hot off the yeah. presses. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like uh, I waited until like six o'clock on a Thursday because something just pops up out of nowhere. And then, uh, like right now, airstrikes in Syria. I would have mentioned that, but um, six o'clock, send it to Catherine, and then do this by eight. <laughs> Unbelievable! Great, I love it. Amazing. That I still wanted to mention, but I couldn't because it's just there's just so much there's so much more i wanted to talk about but oh well yeah i wanted to talk a little bit about the promising young woman stuff that came up with carrie mulligan and um the critic from variety right stephanie uh-huh. you say it yeah. was, yeah. and her reply was in the times and her reply was in the new york times and sort of like in this day and age of um you know not trying to base people on their looks and stuff. He wasn't really making a critique about the story. He was making a critique about the fact that she wasn't pretty enough, quote unquote, pretty enough to play this part. And that Margot Robbie, he noticed happened to be a producer on it. And is it that maybe Margot Robbie might've been suited better and she dropped out at the last minute and then Carrie Mulligan took over. I was just like, what are you doing? Why are you making up some garbage? Because you feel like somehow somebody stomped on your toe when you were 10 and you're judging this actress by her looks. Meanwhile, she's releasing another film at the same time with um, Ray Fiennes called Dig on Netflix. And she is just as gorgeous with no makeup on, suffering from a type of consumption. I forget exactly what the disease is that she has. 
in um in dig but it's just we're still so trapped in this it looks environment and what we're in covid right now is this really the critique you're going to make about an actor's performance i'm just it's like a little bit of a like gets at my craw and my brain and makes me sad and upset and really angry that's why i wanted to talk about it anybody i'm glad anybody see woman yeah I'm glad everybody's talking about it. Like even, even talking about Brittany and, and like, we're finally talking about things that need to be talked about. I want to see it. Franklin, uh, Frank, you said you saw it, right? No, I I saw it. Someone else. I I, I saw it. I saw promising young woman. Yeah. I, uh, I liked it. Um, I'm still thinking about the third act even now, and I've only watched it once. I should watch it again to take it. Cause I usually when a movie like has that effect on me, I need to watch it one more time. Same exact but, thing happened to me, Aaron. I, I wanted to, I felt like the story, and it was written by a woman. Yeah, I like her. She um, is one of the co-creators of um, Killing Eve. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that, that was one of the big draws for me. Also, I, I like Carrie Mulligan. I think she's gorgeous, and I, mm-hmm. I think she's fantastic in a lot of stuff. And, yeah, her and the director's uh, work history is what drew me into that movie. Um it was definitely terrifying as a man. I mean, I was, it was a suspense. Like I hear like have, everyone has different uh, reactions watching it. Um, so, uh, some improv friends of mine, uh, they had like a, a ladies night watching it on streaming, like on Discord together. And they said like, it was like the best time of their life laughing, having fun with the movie. But also at the end, it's like, I don't want to spoil the ending because we shouldn't go there. But no, Catherine say, hasn't like, seen it yet. Yeah, I haven't no, seen I, it I either. And spoil, I want to Stephanie or zero Christine. spoilers, zero spoilers. Cause it's that kind of movie. You just got to go in. And uh, but I'm very curious about what other people think about the third act. I read the, an article about um, the director and, and her thoughts on the third act and why she wrote it that way. And so I'll post the link in the group chat, actually. I should find That's it. Great. Thanks. So yeah. did Margot Robbie just produce and not direct? I, I, thought, I guess I thought she directed. She has a production company. Like this is, it, it's been around for a couple of years and she just wants to produce like, great film content for women and this is one of her projects so i i don't know the guy clearly has issues um but that's not i don't think that's how it works i don't think it was like margot robbie was like up for this movie and the very last second she dropped like no this sounds more like a movie she wanted to see made she's a very busy actress when you really look at her like schedule i just see that quote-unquote drag is a nod to margot robbie an homage to the you know sure i mean yeah that makes sense there she's supporting the film so they would probably do that yeah. and it would be weird if she did that in that i don't know maybe it would be funny but i don't well, know well you know i think it's kind of it. i think it might be kind of similar to like selena gomez was a producer on 13 reasons why because she wanted to see that and have that story told and it was really important to her. And I think Margot Robbie, same thing that Aaron was just saying. And it's just, I I just feel like. That was the intention, but didn't she get a lot of flack for people actually committing suicide after the show came out? I did not know that. Yeah. Hmm. Really? Yeah, there was like, um, a lot of people were um, boycotting the show because they were like, you know, it almost made it look like suicide was okay. Like there was, mm-hmm. oh, you're allowed to. Well, I haven't seen it. Yeah. After the first second season, it's not even about the girl anymore. It's just about all the kids and how it affects. It's basically like how to get away with murder for in high school. You know, Angela, what you're bringing up about the critic reminds me. There's John Simon used to write all these theater reviews in which he would pick apart people's performances, mostly women, and be very personal in how he didn't like their physical attributes, and he got a lot of flack for that. And, and finally stopped and was just mean in other ways. And this critic seems like they just haven't learned that that's not how you evaluate work. When was yeah. he doing that? <clears throat> John Simon for years until he wasn't a critic anymore. But when he was when he was with, um, I believe it was New Yorker magazine. He, he was the lead critic for them. Well, and he kind of got away for it, you know, kind of got away with it. Mm-hmm. Uh. Got away with murder. And uh, I guess speaking quickly on getting away with murder, 
Ted Cruz did leave his dog Snowflake behind, uh, along with all of Texas, when he went on his nice warm trip. So that is Animal It just keeps getting worse for him. Have you guys seen the Instagram post where they did like a Ted Cruz meme with cornrows from his Caribbean trip? I've seen that image passed around. That's the nominee funnel for that. Did did you see that somebody paid to have a mariachi band in front of his house? <laughs> That's brilliant. Is it a performance He's just artist? Telling or people, comic? Stop being rude. Stop being so rude and just be good people. Be decent people. Like, <laughs> it was nah. You don't get to do that. It was just like a humor piece where it's Ted Cruz's dog goes into therapy and it's a cartoon of the dog talking about Ted. <laughs> oh, that poor dog. I want to see Weren't that. Weren't there t-shirts? Weren't there t-shirts that said save snowball, take them away? Oh. <laughs> I hope they do save snowflake. Um, and speaking of saving dogs, this is a, I'm going to transition into the happy stuff in a moment, but Lady Gaga's dogs were dog-napped. Roberto mentioned that their names are Gustavo and Koji. So hopefully they're returned. I also hope that the person that was shot is okay. Because nobody's oh. really covering that they're kind of just talking about the dogs so are are they live like what's going just we don't know we have no idea we know that the person was shot four times and that two people took two dogs of three miss asia has been returned and the pictures of miss asia oh she's beautiful and so funny but you know it's also tragic so yeah miss asia has been returned and koji and gustavo are still out there lady gaga has issued a what is it? Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. They're just gonna come back and say, "Oh, hey, we found your dog. Um, Five hundred thousand, please." Yeah. Yeah. Like, I want to. They, be- they don't know if they know whose dogs they took, though. So it's possible that they were stealing them, and they've already, you know, sold them for like ten grand a piece to somebody else. You think they just like stole random dogs, not knowing it was Lady Gaga's? I don't oh, know. Yeah. They didn't yeah, know that they were Lady Gaga's like dogs. No, no, it's just no. a guy dog walking them. It wasn't Lady Gaga. Oh, that's yeah. We're talking. That's why. I feel like this was like an inside job, like some kind of operation. Somebody was targeting Lady Gaga's dogs, and they clearly wanted to take them down. So you don't think means. it was just a random dog napping? I don't think so. I mean, this is oh. too like co- yeah, I don't. It'd be way too coincidental. I mean, Lady no. Gaga's dogs kidnapped. but we just we don't hear about we don't Gun hear about fire. regular dog nappings just too crazy like we live in such a crazy time right now why i hate to be like the one who just like becomes yeah, like the like happening? spreading conspiracy like it's not but like it, it probably isn't it probably was like coincidental for all we know but i don't think so. no, it's crazy isn't it? it's crazy lady gaga's dogs but they're fancy dog dogs. What were you saying, Stephanie? Fancy dogs. It does. It doesn't seem right. It's. It doesn't seem coincidental. It, it seems like it's a way to do something really terrible to hurt somebody. Right. Very deeply. Yeah. People need it's to keep their eyes peeled for a Rolls Royce and a and a woman in a fur coat cruising around. <laughs> Too soon. No, that, I'm a, no, so that's happening, by the way, uh, Joker. I mean, Cruella. Um, that's that's happening. Imagine this is viral marketing for that in some weird oh way. Like maybe she's got a song oh. in the movie. Look, look oh, into it. Oh, if she has a song in the movie, they weren't Dalmatians, I, were they? Cracked Are it. They Dalmatians? No. French bulldogs. Oh. oh, you can't get much. Tomato, tomato. Hundred and one French bulldogs. That'd be the. That'd be a. Would <laughs> watch that. All right, now for some lighter animal news. Okay, I'm just gonna give you the usual four topics and you guys could pick which one you like um the first one we all talked about for a minute the other night about the thousands of dolphins that stampeded off the south coast of california i still don't understand how one stampedes in water but i will learn as soon as i return okay, to the if ocean you see, well if you go to the Catherine dunn page on facebook you'll see two videos now one story said 200 and one story said 2000 it the whole like, story said stampede, and that's the important Both said stampede. Well, the reason they call it a stampede is when they're trying to get away from some big beast like a whale or, you know, I don't oh, there know. There you have it. I just learned that, wait, what wait. stampede means. They get, Thank you. They, go, they go up in the air because it's faster than going in the water. So they do a bunch of this. So it's a bunch of 
selfish <laughs> by the, doing this, <laughs> going up and down, up and down. Like, like, it's, and it, it, they move faster that way. It's called a stampede because it's half in the water and half out. Is that called swimming? Thank you. No, it's, I can't find this the, post on the captain. The, sure. It's not a stampede because then the stampede's right. the air part. Okay. The stampede's the air part. I thought that horses stampede. Or elephants. That's how you needed Everybody's, land. Or Everybody's in a large group stampede. It's a stamp on the peed. That's, that's the what peed? it means. Where's the peed? There's no stamping. The I'm telling you, I'm going to send it's you the gliding. video. Okay, that's there's no pee. There's no like feet, right? Like pedal, peed, feet, and then stamp, stomp. Yeah. You should hear them hit the water. It's a pee. Well, I think okay. we got to the heart of this, and the important part has been explored. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And again, on the Catherine Dunn Facebook page. Okay. Now, um, the other stories I had were about a 150-pound calf, who started out as a 50-pound calf, who got saved by the gentle born. Yes, it's another one of those happy little organizations of 501k and his name is Lewis and he's living with an Australian shepherd dog and they love each other very much. And the cow was so sick that they had to take him in the house. So he's already grown up to 150 pounds. He can grow up to like 500 pounds. So they're trying to decide how they're going to get him to go outside because how do you take the house out of the cow when he's been spoiled? (laughs) I don't know, but He's very cute, and the dog and him are living happily. You can never take I, the house out of the cow. You can take the cow out of the house, but you can't take the house out of the cow. I don't know. I don't think you, you know. How, how does one housebreak a cow? <laughs> yeah. He goes outside with the dog. They're not like pigs. They will go anywhere. They don't, like, pick a designated going spot. Right, was that's it? what I thought. I thought they were like horses. It just kind of happened. I'm like, I always am like, I had a pet sparrow. It was so beautiful. That bird shit everywhere. All right, I don't tell yeah. you that, but it did. Okay. All right, I, I just also realized have... something. <laughs> what? Do seahorses stampede? Oh. I don't know, because they don't go out in the air, do they? They don't go out in the air. Uh, and there's still no peed. Do they do underwater? They gallop. No they gallop in groups. They, they also swim. They swim <laughs> like the dolphins swim. The dolphins go up in the air and they slap the water. I'm telling you, Franklin. So it's a slap. <laughs> slap of the water. Slap of the water. Slap of the water. Slap of the peed. Okay. Then the next two stories I'll do real fast. It's a, a crocodile in Florida that has eaten the shoe twice. So they took him to the school of vets and they took the shoe out. But he keeps eating shoes because people zip line above them and the shoe falls into his territory. So it's very bad. He ate the same shoe twice and they had to open him up and take it out. Why is not this Florida. not Florida man put zip line over alligator pit? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. But I, I too agree with Catherine's statement. <laughs> no one no one ever really falls. <laughs> You might lose one of your shoes to them gators, but you'll be all right. (laughs) Nobody knew he was a little toe. Oh, you're wearing flip-flops, ma'am. You're going to have to take them off. Otherwise, old Frankie Gator is going to get them. And it's bad. It gives them indigestion. (laughs) All right. Anyway, it gave a nice little school of veterans. School of veterans. School school of (laughs) aspiring veterinarians. A chance to learn how to open up an alligator and slow them back up. Can you imagine dropping that alligator off at a school of veterans? (laughs) And these old guys are like, what are we going to do with this? I I don't have my gun anymore. I'm going to take them down. You know what? Actually, got a smoker in his garage. There is, there is, there is another alligator story, Elaine, where they pulled a gigantic blanket out of this poor gator's belly. Like a giant, like a fully full-on yes i heard about that it was actually supposed to be tied to a bunch of other blankets he was practicing (laughs) (laughs) he was escaping from the stampede of (laughs) he needed his comfort weighted blanket okay the last story i'm telling you he was linus (laughs) in the the alligator production of charlie brown (laughs) my god you people all right, my last one is a cat and his six kittens were found in a bag 
in Ohio. They sent out the bomb squad with a bag, and that's what they found. Instead of a bomb, they found a cat and six kittens. Oh, that's a real love bomb. (laughs) If I'm going to be love bombed, can it be a bag of six kittens? It's not ticking, it's purring. Oh my goodness. You know, modern bombs don't tick, they vibrate. Fight Club. And now is the time where we usually talk about our animals. Thank you, Elaine. Uh, I want to say really quickly that the mystery shit case has been solved. There was a massive poop outside the building, and we were taking bets as to what it was. We didn't know if it was an angry neighbor or like a cat or a feral cat. But in the end, I think it was actually an angry neighbor's cat. Yeah. Because I went to get the mail, and then I noticed Trixie, my dog, who loves the dumplings, trying to eat it. So that confirmed that it was cat origin all right real quick everybody else's animals how are they what are their names stephanie do you have one i have two cats renegade and sundance and they were i named them that because i really wanted them to be butch and sundance but i couldn't name a cat butch so they are the sundance kitties i love that so much erin how are your babes oh nebula and gamora they're doing just fine i love them elaine mr cute how's he doing Mr. Cute's been wonderful this week. And just so you know, Stephanie, my mother's Pomeranian's name was Butch. <laughs> As so in Butch call- Cassidy? No, it was we had a choice of Butch or Button, and she gave us, we gave us, we picked Butch because Button is a stupid name for a dog. Agreed. All right. <laughs> but but my brothers have been known to call um Mr. Cute uh Butch 2.0. So he's Basically, because all Pomeranians spin and bark. (laughs) Angela, how is Sophie? Miss Sophie is doing well. She had her very first visit to the vet since we adopted her from Bidewe. And all was pretty good. But, you know, they're still under the COVID protocol. So you have to hand them off and then they take them in and you have no idea what happens. And then she came out. But I was afraid that she was going to be terrified and just anxious. But she was good. She was okay. She does have to go in next Tuesday to have dental work done. So, yes, I know she's well, she's a little, she's a rescue. So she's, we think maybe a little over. Oh, she's got such Tennessee, man. Angela, growing up, I had a dog named Sophie. Really? Mm -hmm. It's like we're separated at dog birth. Weird, right? She was a border collie. Oh, wow. I love Collies. I hope she had better teeth than Sophie. She did. She had, she, my Sophie had some pretty good teeth, but she was such an asshole. <gasps> my Sophie is not an asshole. She's she just loved my mom more than anybody in the family. So it happens. That doesn't make her an asshole. Yeah. That makes her a woman with oh, choices. She was, she was and an you asshole. as a man are trying to regulate her choices. Yeah. <laughs> we just wanted to love her and she didn't love us at all. Well, she's allowed to. She's allowed to love who she wants, and she loved your mother. Ask your mother what your mother. Now the next dog, that dog rather. Next dog who came along. Oh man, she's obsessed with love. Roxanne. Oh. That's my parents' dog. I, I don't do anything with that dog unless I visit. (laughs) She's, she gets jealous when people are on Skype or Zoom with others. Like she'll climb up on my mom and start licking her face. Like no, you can't. No, you can't talk to anybody. You have to be with me. She does the same thing to my dad when he's on his phone or iPad. She'll just go up to him like, no, no, you, you give me attention. I want attention can you, to everybody. Can you do video of this? I need to see this. It's so cute. I will ask my parents to get video. Please. Thank you. I love that. Roberto, how is Wally? No, he's passed out like always. <laughs> such a party boy. <laughs> oh, I just woke him up. Oh, we're so cute. Oh, Wally. There is uh, someone you haven't met. Um, what? Okay, but he's not around exactly. This is uh, Kato. I don't know if you can see it. Can you see? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've had him for 19 years. I don't think I ever told you guys. He was like my first tattoo and everything. Aww. Yeah, I had him when I was like in ninth grade up until like a couple years ago. Is it possible I met him? Oh no! A couple years ago, never mind. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. No, he was around. Uh, yeah, until Bushwick. Okay. Yeah, nineteen years old, Australian Shepherd. Wow, yeah. I really love your sweater, by the way, Roberto. 
Oh yeah, it's a uh, Wu Tang and and uh, Black Panther at the same time. Oh, it's so cool! Nice. It's yellow and black and cool. Wakanda forever. Yeah, Love and Wu Tang forever. And for those of you at home, I just want to let you know that Wally is in his bed with his blanket today. If you've been following along, last time he was not in his bed, but away from his bed with his blanket. Aww. Yeah, and today he's in his bed with his blanket. Yeah. So, yeah. important. He's like, get the out of my face. Oh, let's get a <laughs> screenshot of that. That's so enough. cute. There you go. He's in it. That's adorable. Give you the eyes. See the eyes? You're talking about me. I can tell you're talking about me. Yeah, it look, he looked like he was like, why are they talking about me? He knows. That's a face <laughs> of a dog who knows that he's being talked about. He likes it. He knows. Like, I'm too tired to care. Like, don't <laughs> Christina, how are your babes? I feel like I went already. Did you? All right, well, then fuck it. That's Let's go to mozzarella. <laughs> All right. Most important thing, mozzarella. Franklin, how is your dog mozzarella oh, doing? Mozzarella. mozzarella is doing great. She decided this last week that she was going to start sleeping in the bed. And she jumped up one night with confidence, didn't make any eye contact and curled up on the bottom and just was like, I'm here and this is fine. And so uh, we allowed it. So I guess we're the, you know, <laughs> she runs the place. <laughs> but we'll, What's we'll, your pet's name? Uh, mozzarella. Oh, nice. yeah. For all the dogs Mozzarella. 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 Yeah. She's the, a Texan. For all the dogs that are listening at home, if you heard that, that is the way to do it. Assert yourself, be confident, and get on that human bed, and they will not say no. This is for the dogs. Exactly. <laughs> all right. We're the minions. We're the minions. And now, what have you brought for us today, Frank? I have a song that I wrote uh, about a year ago, and I don't, I don't, I'm not good with um, expressing my words without writing them in a song. So this was kind of during a a pretty heated, uh, I don't even want to say, there was just, there was stuff going on in the world and um, I just, I wanted to write about it. And so I tried to write about it as best I could. And uh, yeah, I think I don't. I'm pretty sure I haven't played this for you guys. And if I have, I'm sorry, but um, you can hear it again. But there's some there's some new people here, so uh, it'll be new to someone. Thank you. It's called Help Me Here.
Oh, nice. Shit. Awesome. nice. Beautiful. Gorgeous. You a better version. So totally gorgeous. Where's my Zoom? Came right through. Help Me Here by Frank Gappa. Thank you. Nice. And now let's all rapid fire ask you one question. And let's start with Christina Connor. Where did you get your hat? Three's Brewing in Brooklyn. Roberto de Jesus. Franklin, I have no idea who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, when are you available, like, on a regular weekly basis? Because when I keep going back and forth, <laughs> phone conversation. A phone conversation? Yeah. Uh, I can do a phone conversation, like, anytime in the evening, <laughs> Monday cool. through Friday, and then the weekends, you know, kind of whenever. So uh, evening, you know, being, like, 5, 5 o'clock onward. I go to bed pretty early sometimes because I gotta. I wake up early for work, but uh, you know, if we're not talking for like three hours, we can talk whenever. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Cool. Aw, Aaron, sure. Yeah, man, that was great, fantastic. And I'm curious, uh, what was the last show you did in the before four times? Where was it? And like, how was the setup for you? How how did uh, it feel? How'd it go? It went really good. It was the last live in-person gig I had was at a place in Brooklyn called The Way Station. And it was a duo. I did a duo acoustic performance with a friend uh, who sang all over my first EP. And it was it was awesome. It was a really good gig. I actually got a lot of friends to come out. Which We were there. You were there. Yeah, Angela was there. And it was really awesome. And it, it was like, a, I mean, I hated that that was my last gig in person but it was a great last gig to have like i don't i wasn't like oh man that sucked so bad nobody showed her i sucked but it, it felt really good and it was fun and, and yeah it was good. Oh, it sounds like it was, it was great January, so i think awesome elaine vario uh, how's the dog great <laughs> <laughs> she's good i'll tell you this is something kind of personal about mozzarella because this maybe will, i feel like you'll appreciate this mozzarella is a cattle dog so she likes to nip to cat like what do you call it? Uh, stampede Herd. people. I think you can use stampede whatever you want. And uh, Herd. Herd and them. stampede. She does this thing where she nibbles on your ear, and it's like it's almost seductive. <laughs> so, <laughs> she gets up in there and she kind of like licks it and nibbles it. And my wife Whoa. said the same thing. We had a friend come over and she's like, "Oh, Matsu, you're turning me out of it." <laughs> so, Next question. <laughs> Angela Pierce. Frank, how long have you had that beautiful baby blue Gibson around your neck? 2018. Uh, my wife, actually, this is a really sentimental guitar because my wife reached out to my family and she said, I really want to buy this guitar for Franklin, but couldn't afford it. And she's like, I can pay, you know, whatever she could pay at the time. <clears throat> and she had everybody else chip in and they gave it to me as like a gift and signed a card and everything like that. So it's, it's really sentimental and it's my favorite band's signature model guitar. So yeah, I guess two, three years, something like that. You show it off? Just yeah. Yeah, let's we'll see. Here, here she nice. Goes. Nice. Very nice. Smells good. Did you do that in the store? Smell it? And Yola Chan. <laughs> So what was your first guitar? My first guitar was my mom's old acoustic guitar that she had oh. when she was a kid. So she, she didn't really play much. She could play a chord or two, but she never really stuck with it. She was more of a piano player. It was an Epiphone. I don't even know, some Japanese Epiphone that's from like the 70s. It's really, I still have it, which is it's <laughs> cool. I'll play it next time. Yes. Maybe. Next week even. And now Stephanie yeah. Clapper. Thank you. Frank, I just love listening to you. And I, I'm curious, how do you manage to stay inspired and creative in these crazy, crazy times we're living in? That's a good question. Um, it's, music's always been like uh, an escape for me ever since I was young. And it's always been something to kind of cope with stress and, and whatever else. And it's, you know, every creative probably has this to some extent, but anytime I pick up my guitar or play a song, I kind of forget about everything else. And it sounds super cliche, but it's really, it's really true. So, um, you know, I, I've been writing more, maybe darker things than normal throughout the years because of what's been going on in the world, but kind of drawing inspiration from that. Um, and just like what's happening. Uh, I don't, I don't really know how to describe what inspires me, but, uh, 
I have one song I played once on the show was called It's Raining Again. And that was just, it was a rainy day. And like, I know that sounds super cliche too, but that <laughs> stuff like that can really, you know, you just never know when some little thing is going to spark a bigger thing. So, yeah. And now my final question, when will you finally write the song about mozzarella? I will speaking of inspiration (laughs) yeah she's the thing is mozzarella is so complex like that's an album I can't can't just write a mozzarella album mozzarella album I love that mozzarella is so complex wait wait my my seagull my my bagel my you still working on that right yeah oh yeah absolutely and I actually think we need Roberto I think it's got to, we got to combine the musical uh, abilities oh, here. Yeah. We, we need to do, I'll do the ballads and the, the whimsical uh, musical kind of numbers in between and stuff like that. But I think, I think he could tell the story. Yeah. He's got to have the story. And, and then the seat, the bagel might have some friends that are rappers. Yeah. We might or need rapists, you, maybe. We might They need could you. even be candy wrappers. Oh, they could be candy wrappers. <laughs> yeah. What about gift wrappers? Uh, gift ra- gift I, wrappers. That was my first job. Yeah, and all the seagulls can stampede wherever they want throughout <laughs> the city. Don't you start now. Okay. Wouldn't it be swarming? My- Wouldn't it be more of air swarm, like a water swarm? Air swimming. I think you could say swimming then. They're swimming. Yeah. I'm picturing the birds. Hitchcock's the birds. Yeah. No, it's a happy story. I'm writing a child's <laughs> book. A child's book. Not, not no, Suzanne Fischette in your story. It's it's like two little bear children are running away from some birds that are trying to like eat them, and their parents have already been like, you know, taken. Oh, no. <laughs> Another story altogether. Papa bear. Another. Ooh, that reminds me. The word is creativity. Hmm. You know, it just reminds me, creativity. Um, I was talking earlier about just my love and affection for Ghostbusters, um, but I live in Atlanta, Georgia, and um, one of my favorite things uh, here is is Dragon Con, and it's, you know, like, uh, kind of like the San Diego Comic-Con thing, but it's, it's a little more, like, heavily focused with, like, the cosplay community, and I think Dragon Con is, like, the one comic book convention you can go to where the creativity just explodes on the cosplay end. Like people just go all out. And that's like where they debut, like all, like they do this amazing thing at the Hilton where they have this like riser and they have all the like Ghostbusters do a group photo, all the Spider-Men do a group photo, all the Captain Marvels. And like, they just, everyone showed, they all group together and do these big group photos of their same characters and everyone's different takes. It's really cool. I miss that. That reminds me, I have a friend that likes to take a lot of photos of cosplay stuff, and he got me into light painting, which I love and want to do more of. Mm. What is light painting? And that what was who that reminds me. Uh, it's when you use a camera, you leave it in one location, you then paint with light. There's wow. a very famous picture of, I want to say Picasso, where he's like painting with light. And it's just like a flashlight and then whatever shape was made. I can show you some light paintings, but you can do anything. It can be objects. It can be people. I did a lot of portraits, like painting portraits of people. And it looks kind of painterly because it's like this weird thing where it's a long exposure and you're just painting with a little bit of light. Wait, I've done that, but with acid. It has nothing to do with painting, but I've taken flashlight and shined it on bubbles while driving in a boat like and eating acid and it kind of makes like painting like like picasso not picasso no it's the same be- thing it's the exact same thing just like picasso <laughs> <laughs> the champagne is just like picasso who's the guy to cut off his ear it's a van, van gogh, gogh. Yeah, van van gogh. it looks more van gogh-ish or monet van gogh tippy tippy day day if you live in New York City and run either for fun or exercise, here's a way to learn something about the city while you're getting in your workout. City Running Tours is now offering neighborhood running tours designed with locals in mind. New York City takes pride in the diversity and character of its neighborhoods, and these unique running tours offer an opportunity to learn the history of a neighborhood and get personal recommendations from your guide. Choose from tours of 23 neighborhoods, including the East Village, Upper West Side, Bushwick, Long Island City, and Roosevelt Island. 
For more information about The Running Doors and to see a list of the neighborhoods and a full tour schedule, check out their website at cityrunningtours.com slash New York City. And if you want to check out a live tour every Saturday at 10 a.m., go to their Instagram.com cityrunningtours. You are listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. As it has been for so many, 2020 was a difficult year for us financially, and every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. Please help by pledging whatever you can. RFB is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. And please do subscribe to our monthly newsletter. Also, download the apps. Again, you are listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. We also have a website. It is thecatherinedunshow.com. And now for C4. So this week on Sunday, there was a press conference and the cousin of uh, an NYPD officer who was active in the 60s was there with Malcolm X's daughters and a lawyer who represents uh, civil rights matters. They were reading a letter from the former police officer who had uh, just died. He wrote the letter back when he was originally diagnosed with cancer. He lived longer than he thought he would, but the time had finally come for his letter to be released. What was it about? The FBI and the NYPD totally set up Malcolm X to be killed. Did anybody else hear about this? Yeah, I shared it in the group chat. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, I had I had um, been suspicious of the CIA in the past. I know a lot of other people were suspicious of Farrakhan, the guy from Nation of Islam, or from the Nation of Islam in general, if not him in particular. Um, so this is, you know, this is just kind of like a, a new version of how did Malcolm X get assassinated. It was kind of interesting. And again, this is, you know, brand new. There's not much information about it yet. So this is going to be another developing story. But nothing's going to happen. Probably not. I want to know why nobody is really doing enough with Fred Hampton. Like we know. It's on the record. Like we know. Anyway. Scary world. Just watch that Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah, and that, and they yeah. touch on it in uh, Chicago Seven. Like, there's a character. Have you also seen that? There's a character in yeah. it that is Fred Hampton. He has like a bit part. You notice that character. He stands out, and then when you research who he is in real life, you find out that it's Fred Hampton. So it's kind of messed up. And now for some very personal horoscopes from Yola. Horoscopes. Well, this week. I went all over the place, as usual. So I actually um, was more interested in the, um, it's not horoscopes, but it's paranormal. And it was actually more, I was more interested last week was my binging and obsession, but it was about Elisa Lam. But then now I've bounced to like various subjects such as, um, uh, I, I guess, like, um, yeah, I've been listening to political tarot, but, like, I got a little tired of it because um, the there's a whole bunch of political tarot people, but then there's one, like, medium. No, it's not really a medium. He just kind of like, sees visions. So he, this guy, he did, like, a, tra- he does um, transitions of celebrities or at least die, but he only see the tunnel. So he did Rush Limbaugh. Then I asked the tarot lady, the one I subscribed to, to do that she should do him. But then he, she um, kind of like didn't really do him because I said, okay, I know we all hate him, but at least can you like see what the cards say without any judgment? But she just said like, you know, the life is better without him. But that's like, you know, that's not really doing what I asked for. But anyway, do you want to, you know, talk about Lisa Lamb? Because that's not really, it is paranormal, but it's not really astrology. And that was very personal horoscopes. Thank you, Yola. Yeah. <laughs> and now that's it, guys. That's the end of our show. Thank you all so much. Angela Pierce, Stephanie Clapper, 
You both can talk more about this because it's important that we know. Congratulations yeah. on that, by the way. Thank you so much. Please, everybody, um, please do check us out. It's at Someone's Thunder Podcast Instagram, but it's also someonesthunder.com. So just Mm -hmm. take the apostrophe out. We started, it was a labor love project because we wanted to, secret word, creativity. And go ahead and follow us. And we have lots of really fun, cool um, guests that have been on our show thus far. We had Marsha Mason, Ryan J. Haddad. We just finished talking to a really wonderful, amazing woman, Patty Dilly from the Peyton Hart Project. Gordon Clapp. And Gordon Clapp from 12 seasons of NYPD Blue. And coming up soon, Mary Giuliani, the experience chef, lifestyle person, extraordinary human being, not related to that other Giuliani who used to be in New York. (laughs) And hopefully, fingers crossed that Alexandra Billings will also be joining us soon. She just finished a little stint on the Connors. So that'll be fun. Again, that was Someone's Thunder podcast. Clapper casting and Someone's Thunder. Okay, cool. Love you guys. I love you guys. Love you guys. Thank you. Just, just love you. Amazing. Thank you so much. Anybody else have anything they want to say before we, we get out of here? Oh, well, I mean, I have a podcast. So I don't mind uh, Put it up. promoting. Yeah. You can follow on Instagram. It's uh, it's called Real Time Comedy, spelled with uh, two E's. And uh, it's a podcast for me and some improvisers. We watch a movie that we've never seen before on mute and we re-record new dialogue and score in real time. That and these movies- so I love that. Count me in. I'll be seeing you, Aaron. That's so my thing. Awesome. <laughs> we watch public domain like B movies from like the 50s and well, 60s. Like, perfect. Yeah. I want that's you. it. That's it. Yay. Anyone else? I was going to say Catherine Dunn forever. Catherine Dunn forever. Oh my god, I love you all. All of you forever. Lisa. We're in purple, Catherine Dunn. I hope you're feeling better. Everybody, Woodstock calendars are now half off. Get them while they're hot. Joe is the featured animal this month for February. I don't know if they did it on purpose, but I noticed. And next month, you will have to check us out next week to find out who is on the calendar for March. I will remind you that Albie was on for January. Yes, it's over, but you do get a beautiful picture of Albie if you get out there and get those half-off calendars. And I cannot wait to tell you who's representing March. Oh, look at that tiny face. Leave me alone. Don't look at my face. Oh my God. What perfect (laughs) face she has. Isn't she beautiful? She's so gorgeous. I love her. I just, I want to touch her. I understand not hugging humans, but can't I just pet all their people's dogs? I get yes. COVID. I get it, but I want to touch all the dogs. I think we're all finding out what happens on this on this timeline where we don't really apply ourselves. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> where can we find you? You can find me wherever you like to stream music. So Spotify, iTunes. I have a single out recently and an old EP. I'm working on a new album or a first, my first full length album which I keep announcing it on here, nowhere else really, a little bit on Instagram, but I'm on Instagram as well, at frank.gappa, and yeah, if you can listen to some music, stream it, share it with your friends, put it on repeat, on mute, that's fine too, whatever, whatever suits your fancy, so thanks for having me again. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us, Catherine. We had so much fun. I can't wait to come back. I hope you do. Please do. Open invitation. I want you to come all the time. I love having you here, and you are welcome. It's every single Thursday we record you know, seven, we open, 8 p.m. we go. So you have an open invitation to come anytime. I loved having you. Thank you so much. I think it made everybody better. <laughs> they were better Aww. behaved. Your vibe yeah. like chilled everybody. <laughs> so thank you. Love, love all of you. Roberto, everything you do, it's just wow. Uh, thank stop. you. It's incredible. I'm so impressed how much you were able to get in such short notice. It's It blows my mind you're able to do that. It's awesome. As long as I wasn't, I mean, it's definitely not my first rodeo, but <laughs> I just can't do that. My brain doesn't function that way. So I'm my just first really stampede. Like, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Your brain works. It's really cool. Ah. No, just everyone, everyone's creativity works differently. And like, I can't, I don't know. I can, I can't do that so fast. And I'm just, I think it's pretty awesome that you can. I admire that. Thank you. 
Creativity. Thanks, that is the word of the day from our That is friend. the word of the day. This song's not done being written. So I'm going to play the first verse in the chorus and I'm hopefully going to have it finished by next week. It's called Living in Boxes. I'm living in boxes and a suitcase on the floor a single path to the door Dumpster diving for boxes a dry to marker on the stove nothing is labeled at all I'm living in I'm living in box boards and paper plates only seven days Away. I'm living in, I'm living in box forts and paper plates. Only seven days until we make our way. To be continued.